Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We're back. That we are. Thank you, Sam Ellinger, former Texas quarterback, welcoming us back. Yes, 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 we are back. We haven't been here since Thursday. So very, very, very good to be back on the Lord's Day on this Sunday. Joined by our producers, Pooh Bear and Zach. I think Zach's in the building somewhere. He um, skipped production meetings, something to the effect of um, he had to get put Jared, hell in, uh, Jared, gel in his hair or something. You know, like, I got to go see, you know, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what GQ models do on their day off. But nevertheless, nevertheless, Zach's with us and so is Pooh Bear. Uh, and that shout out to Pooh Bear for the amazing graphic he did to start off the show. So we do got a lot of st- uh, stuff to talk into. Let me go get my broom. Tim Corbin and the Vandy boys get swept by lowly LSU. I told you Thursday, or was it Wednesday, that if I predicted LSU to get swept, they would do the opposite. So shout out to my prediction of the opposite happening. Just don't do it again. Actually, you know what? You know what? If LSU baseball is going to do everything the opposite of what I predict, guys, we're not winning a national title this year. Nope. We're not winning the SEC tournament. We are not winning a national title. So now it would appear that LSU is going to do exactly the opposite of what I say. By the way, by the way, LSU's undefeated since I've worn the gold jersey every night um, that they play. I have a gold jersey I just purchased. So nevertheless, I think it's on me. 
I will take the victory for the wins this weekend. It's not Dylan Cruz. It's not Brain Joe Bomb. It's not the pitching staff. It's not Jay Johnson. I take all the credit. <laughs> I know that y'all, you know that that's just an absolute joke and a travesty. Because it is. None of this is on me. But shout out to the baseball team for the clean sweep versus Vandy. So we'll talk on that. Jason Brumfield on YouTube, he's, spit, he's preaching. Blake Stradamus. I, I mean, I've, know, I've been known. That's what people call me in some circles. That's what people call me. So we'll obviously talk about that. But as much as I would like to stay on all the positive, you know Rafino's rants is coming. LSU 23rd in the RPI. Vandy only drops two spots. Who is Vandy paying? Is it the Whistler? Are you scared of the Whistler? What are you scared of? Blink, it's a computer. It's a computer algorithm. It's an algorithm. That algorithm can shine that thing up real nice, turn that son of a bitch sideways, and stick it straight up their candy asses. There's no reason... How you can beat and sweep a team and they're number fourth in the country. And the RPI rankings. It's a computer algorithm. <laughs> I don't need a computer algorithm and nerds telling me about baseball. Shout out to the nerds and computer nerds because we need you. Because when it when we need you, we need you. Uh, oh, Danny girl. Oh, dang. Look at Danny's new hair. She says, sweep for the boys. Disappointing loss for the girls. Pause. It's true, and it's something that we're going to talk about. Um, is Beth Torino on the chopping block? Scott has been cutting everybody loose. Is Beth Torino on the chopping block? We'll get to that last um, tonight. So is Scott Wilber going to complete his legacy or what he believes to be his legacy uh, with Beth Torino? I don't know. I don't have any sourcing on that. No idea. I don't. Th I think she'll be fine, but nevertheless, she was not hired by Scott Wilber. So we'll see. Oh, 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 oh. And you know, we're always going to talk football. We are always going to talk football. Blank Brian Kelly. That, that might be a part of my Rafino's rants, too. We might do a, do a dual Rafino's rants. Oh, my God. Blank Kelly. Brian Kelly's not recording inside the state. Oh. Ye of little faith. Oh, ye of little faith. Wait. Never mind. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be calm. I'm going to be calm. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments before we get started. Uh, Pooh Bear asks from the Golden Boot Podcast YouTube channel. Hashtag Ask Blake, with the regular season over and LSU winning 17 conference games, how do you think Coach Jay Johnson did in year one? Um, we'll lead off with that as, as soon as we come back. Trust me. Uh, Chris English says, let's go. Shannon Williams says, let's do the dang thing. Absolutely. Sherry Berry says, good weekend. Get the brooms out. And I guess this is Zach or Reagan. I don't know. Um, Zach is on a five-game camera suspension. Um, Zach is supposed to sh have shaved his goatee, uh, but he did not. So his punishment until the entire face is, he told, I went back and listened. He told Pooh Bear, and I quote, and I quote, 
I will shave it off if LSU wins the series. All I know is the man still got a goatee, and as they would say on the movie with Jim Carrey, liar, liar, pants on fire. Aggravating. Absolutely aggravating. What am I going to do with him? What am I going to do? All right, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. So many of you watching us currently live now on Facebook. Do us a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're watching to, watching us on YouTube, there's currently like 60 of you in there. I want another 60. Let's double this thing. Only 20 likes. Everyone watching, hit that like button and hit that share. Share your Twitter pages, social media pages. Uh, we greatly, greatly appreciate that. So share, share, share. If you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform or if you're listening to us on XM Radio, we absolutely uh, welcome you in here. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms. Rate, review, and subscribe as well. Okay, let's pay some bills around this thing. Maybe Zach will shave his goatee by the end of the show, but let's pay some bills. None better than our good friends over at betonline.ag, GM, Vorno and Sons. Be right back. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games it's easy to get started so head on over to their website use betonline.ag use that promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag betonline.ag with over 65 years of experience nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than gm vardo and sons RV repair, big rig overhauls, mono chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino, sit you on by. All right, we do have some breaking news here. Um, it doesn't deserve the button, though. Um, just was advised on Twitter, via Twitter, that former LSU defensive lineman Joseph Evans is transferring to UTSA, it would appear. The, the roadrunners of UTSA. So, um, congratulations to Joe Evans. Good luck to you, man, in the future. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments, and then we'll get into the, the big part of the show. Craig Schilling, happy birthday, big dog. You know what, Craig? You're going to need to clip this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. But he says, for the Whistler, sweet, sweet, sweet. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Al Landry says Beth may need to get her boxes, uh, for packing ready. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll certainly get to that. I think she may be okay, but man, you don't want to be on that chopping block 
for the Scott for the Scott Woodward legacy. I think she's done a good job, but man, listen, n- guys, literally nobody's safe. I'll talk about that very quickly. Nobody's safe, especially Beth Torina. Guys, with all due respect, and I mean with all due respect, I, I know it was time for Paul Maneri to to make his way out, but guys, he finished the league thirteen and seventeen. In, in the SEC, he got to a super regional for crying out loud with the very young team. Look what that team's doing now. I get your minus Jacob Berry, but guys, with all due respect, look what LSU did this weekend without Jacob Berry. A, a, wing, a, a, a hurt Jacob Berry. So I. Going LSU softball going 0 2 in the tournament is unacceptable. Highly unacceptable. It's not it, – it cannot be allowed. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more in depth about that at the end of the show. Jason Brumfield says, ask Saban, who is Vandy paying for their RPI? It's a good question. It's a really good question. Who is Vandy paying for their RPI? You know, Nick has been ratting out everybody. You know, it's hard out here for us, Nitch. You don't know, Nick. When I'm trying to get the recruits for my – to sit the bench – it's true, man. It's very, very true. I want to go back to this comment from Pooh Bear. He said, he asked me about the regular season uh, that Jay Johnson had with 17 conference wins. Pooh Bear, can you put that, or Zach, can you put, I, I showed Pooh Bear this earlier, so Pooh, can you put up the graphic um, of the SEC standings, and we'll get into this Rafino's rants here too. But LSU does finish the, seer, the, the season 17 and 13 inside of conference play, right? Very accomplished. LSU finishes 13 in the West, which isn't a bad feat considering that last season they were 13 and 17. This year they're 17 and 13. But LSU's third in the SEC West. Not a lot to complain about. If they do win a couple of games, if LSU goes out there and wins a couple of games in the SEC tournament, it's a very strong chance and a very strong possibility that they can get to Host a regional. But I just want to run through this very quickly. And this goes into the Rafino's rants. Look at look at the standings very quickly. Now, Pooh Bear asked me about what I thought that, about Jay Johnson. Guys, look who won the West. Look who won the West. It's not Arkansas. It's not Ole Miss. It's not Mississippi State. It's not LSU. It's the freaking Rudy Poos of A&M. Now, I think Jay has done a good job. Considering what Jay was left from a pitching staff, especially a pitching staff, when it comes to guys that can go out there and start, I thought that they've done really well. But to put this graphic back up very quickly, this is why you can't get swept against Ole Miss and you got to take at least one of the three. This is why you can't lose a series at home in the opening weekend at Texas A&M. This is exactly why you can't get swept by Arkansas. This is exactly why when you have Alabama on the ropes a couple of weekends ago, you gotta take them out. Guys, You here's the good thing. Here's the very good thing. Next season looks really good, but Jim Schlossnagel, the head coach at Texas A&M, deserves to be coach of the year right behind Tony Vitello. I can make the argument because 
because of how bad A&M was the last couple of seasons that Schloss deserves to be the coach of the year. Guys, I mean, go look at their, their record from a season ago. I think Jay did really good. He didn't do the best. And when you have a coach, Jay Johnson and Schlossnagel will always come in together. I think Jay's going to get this rolling. I think they'll get a good, they'll be able to host a regional. I think they'll win a couple of games in the tournament. I probably shouldn't have said that because they do the opposite of what I say. But you have a bye week. You don't have to play Tuesday. You play Wednesday. That's It's huge because you're able to start Mikel Hilliard. You're able to start Mikel. Tell him, hey, brother, this is your last SEC tournament. Let's go out with a bang. Oh, and by the way, you're not, you're probably, Mikel probably, unless you go deep into the SEC tournament, probably won't pitch until if you're able to host a regional, that opening game or the second game, he'll get his rest. Quick turnaround for him, though. Steph Thursday is going to be a Wednesday. He's able to do it. He can do it. I think Jay did all right. I think Jay did all right. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. He's got he's got to accomplish more. He's got to accomplish more. Craig Schilling says 90% chance of rain Wednesday and Thursday in Birmingham. Clears out after that. Well, there you go. It, it could be a chance where, guys, he's starting Friday. Or this is going to be some late nights. Man, y'all remember, y'all remember... The um, what was the year that LSU played? Um, what was it like? T- Seventeen innings. Game went to like two o'clock in the morning. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. There's no way, no how. Tigers Avenue. So Zach says they don't want to see me without a goatee. The mustache is fine. No, dude. There is no compromising. Either man up and shave it, or you're on a five-show five suspension. You're on a five-show suspension. You can't make a promise and pull out. So, look, here comes the Rafino's rants because of this. Now, LSU, I get as third in the SEC West. We can pull the graphic back up. Look, you beat two... You sweep one SEC opponent, East opponent in Missouri. You take two of three from both Georgia and Florida, respectfully. So what? You're seven and seven and two in the in, playing against the SEC East. You had struggles in the West. I think LSU, but he, here's here's the problem for me, guys. And I, I tweeted this earlier, and I I, I think my, I, I think my problem is this. Okay, LSU currently sits 23rd in the RPI. Well, and I get all everybody's argument. Well, Blake, they started off at 37th. Blake this, Blake that. Guys, I really, and I, I mean this, I legitimately mean this with all due respect. Vandy only fell two spots in the RPI, getting swept by LSU this weekend. Meanwhile, LSU, I don't care if they're 37th. They had no business being at 37th in the begin- to start off with. Because here's here's the truth. Georgia and Florida started off better in the RPI, some stupid algorithm, than what LSU did. I don't want to hear about non-conference games because the truth is I don't care that Vanderbilt is playing Dartmouth in the middle of the week. 
I thought midweek games didn't matter, right? So if if Vandy, if Vandy is so far in the RPI and everybody's saying, even though they have a losing record in the SEC, that it's because of their non-conference games, guys, with all due respect, the RPI says midweek games do matter and the standings. There's no, and we got a little ways to go here. Not a long ways, a little ways to go. There is no reason why teams like Georgia and Vandy should be ahead of you in any freaking poll, whether any metric or not, when you get when LSU beats that ass and you have a better record than them. Georgia's 15 and 15 inside the SEC. Vanderbilt has a losing record inside the SEC. There is no reason on God's green planet where you have a better record than eight of those programs. I don't care what teams are doing out west. You cannot convince me that a team like Louisiana Tech isn't better than some broody poo. And I mean ass water. I mean trash water ass team up north. So now LSU might not host a regional even though they had times where they dominated other opponents. The hell you mean George is supposed to be in front of LSU? I don't want to hear the LSU start off at 37th. I really, really don't. There was no business for them to be there in the first goddamn place. I'm sweating. I am sweating. Yes, my wife is in the studio. Can you please turn the air down? Like I am drenched. Like if I pulled my if I pulled my shirt up and started doing this, I am drenched. But let me check my blood pressure. I don't know what's going on, but my heart is my heartbeat is like 96. There's no way it's 96. But it's the truth. It's a godforsaken truth. There is you, you guys, you want to know why? You want to know why? They ever all these people in college baseball use this freaking RPI metric so heavily because they don't want to watch all the other games. This isn't like football. They don't want to watch Southern Miss. And by the way, Southern Miss is apparently hosting now. They're gonna have a host site. Shout out to my cousin Clay, who was a closer at Southern Miss. You lost the last two, three conference USA weekends, if I'm not mistaken. How does that team get to host? Yeah. Guys, Pooh Bear or, or Zach, show me, pull me up USM's record um, over the last two weekends because if I'm not mistaken, they just got mega clapped by um, Ole Miss. And I'm not talking about small clapped. I'm talking mega, M-E-G-A, all capitalized, mega clapped. Brian Drury says Gramco can fix that. You're damn right Gramco can fix that. I need some Gramco. I 1,000% need some Gramco. Um, I don't know if this is Pooh or Zach, but Mississippi State actually canceled some last midweek games because of RPI. Um, what about Southern Miss? 
I, I just want I want Southern Miss's last two weekend schedules. Um, oh well, shit, they swept. Go up a little bit because there were some complaints behind this. Okay, so lost to Ole Miss, lost to UTSA. Keep going down. Uh, lost to Old Dominion. Oh, so okay, so hold, stop right there, stop right there. So they lost this the weekend series to Old Dominion. Spare me, freaking spare me. Go down, Zach. If you're listening on the audio podcast, Zach is. We're sharing the screen of Southern Miss's um conference schedule. So then they went two out of three against UTSA. And then they beat, keep going down, Zach. Keep going down, keep going down, keep going down. They sweep a winless middle, middle Tennessee uh, team. Okay, so why does this team who plays nobodies move up in the RPI? Why is Southern Miss moving up in the RPI when LSU went to the number four team in the RPI and swept them? And it's, who's better? Hey, since we're talking about Tennessee teams, Show me a, a, a thumbs up. Do you believe Vandy? Yes for Vandy. Thumbs up. Do you believe Vandy's better than Middle Tennessee State? This has nothing to do with Southern Miss. I think they're a really good baseball team. But come on, man. Come on. Uh, Chance Babin says, take off that damn long sleeve shirt. You live in Louisiana. It's true. It's true. My wife's yelling at me, man. She's pregnant and mad. And beautiful. Look at her. She's so mad. She's yelling. Guys, she's yelling at me. <laughs> boy, I'm sleeping on the couch tonight, boy. Ooh-wee. I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. All right. Well, LSU's got to handle their business. You got you to gotta go in to Hoover and take two of three. There's no exceptions. Or two of four. You got to win at least two. You take two, you are going to, oh, I like this. I like this. Chris on YouTube says RPI stands for Rudy Poo Insanity. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, S. Young says USM will piss themselves if LSU is in a regional in Hattiesburg. Please, God, please, sweet six-pound, eight-ounce, sweet baby Jesus, I hope they're in that regional. They won't be, but I hope they are. I hope they are. Brenny Jones says, hashtag ask Blake, did your wife just tell you to keep it down? Pump the brakes. Uh, first off, Brittany, that's not how you spell Rafino. Um, it's right here. R-U-F-F-I-N-O, not Raffino. Come on, man. Come on, Brittany. Brittany with two E's. Never seen that before. Brad uh, Went says, keep predicting the other way, Blake, because LSU did it again. It's true, Brad. It's true. Very true. Meanwhile, the only thing that I care about, you know what? You know what? If Zach doesn't shave his, if she, if Zach doesn't shave his goatee, and he's probably like, oh my God, Blake, move on. Zach, I'm not moving on until, uh, you, you got to shave it. It'll grow back in a week. I mean, what does that go to? Did it go? Oh, oh, I know what the problem is. It took Dag Zach five years to grow that thing. That's why he hadn't shaved it since 15. Who's, I mean, God, dog. I, I hear you. I feel you. Okay. Um, let's move on to this. I want to put this graphic up, and I didn't tell my team. 
But I'm going to put this graphic up for just a second. If you're listening on the audio podcast platform, it's a picture of Brian Kelly. It says N-I-L-S-U. Look how beautiful. Uh, Zach, I want that jacket. Not one that looks like it. I want one. I want that jacket. That exact jacket. I could leave this one on the Rafino's rants too. Guys, we have to come to we have to come to a conclusion too. We have to change the way that we think about recruiting for football. Like complete overhaul. A complete overhaul of what we think about football recruiting. Um I want to dive deep into this because there was a big thing this weekend with uh Louisiana linebacker from Manny Louisiana Tackett Curtis being on the in the building. I, I want to dive deep into this, but let's do this because we're halfway through the show. Let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco and our good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. But I just want to mention very quickly, my good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's London Landscape, 225-937-7220. 225-937-7220. Guys, real estate, I mean real estate. Uh, landscaping, you want some yard work, anything and everything, guys, are so professional. They've done ours. They've done our landscaping. They've cut our yard. They are the best in the greater Baton Rouge area. Give them a call today. So let's do this. I want to come back and talk about LSU recruiting. I think it's a massive thing about what Brian Kelly is showing us very quickly. So let's do this. Let's pay these bills. Let's talk about Grant Cove, my good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm. We'll turn in about a minute and a half. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com. Right now, and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed. And shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. Thank you all for uh, who is sending us stars via Facebook. For some reason, um, Pooh Bear, I can't pull them up. Um, I don't know what's going on on my end. Uh, but all of you that send us stars and super chats, uh, we greatly, greatly appreciate you for doing so. So if you can please continue to send them as um, it helps us grow. It helps Zach buy a razor for his goatee shaving. It's exactly what... 
uh, it's going to be used for. Um, you know, as the old as Sarah McLaughlin would say, um, one dollar could save some red chin hairs on Zach's chinny chin chin because he's going to huff and puff and try to blow a house down. But those chinny hair, those chin hairs need to go bye bye. All right. Uh, Poncho sends us some stars via, uh, via Facebook. Thank you, Poncho. I want to say this because I saw this and a lot of people were asking, and there's been a lot of debate, whether it be in LSU Twitter spaces, whether it be on the show, regardless of where it is, there's been a debate, um, about and around LSU football recruiting. So this weekend, if you missed it, Tackett Curtis, four-star linebacker from Manny, Louisiana, very skilled kid, uh, linebacker, really can can run really well, plays quarterback in high school, plays safety and and on defense, just really good overall player. Uh, was an LSU this weekend, and it got me to thinking and start to ask questions about. What is LSU's real philosophy in recruiting? Like, because, what was it, last week or the week before, the NCAA came down and said, at least at minimum, but it's going to go past that, that schools can go past the 25 scholarship limit and get to the 85 scholarships if it deems that they need it. Right? Like, you can't go over 85 scholarships. You can go over the 25. So, if you need 30 kids because of the transfer portal and kids transferring and players transferring out of your program, you can go and get them. Which leads me to this. Guys, the philosophy of what we knew and have always known in recruiting is completely going to change. With NIL, with the transfer portal, everything is going to change. I fully expect, fully, fully, fully expect higher rated kids are going to wait. They're more than likely going to wait until we see the February signing date period. If you are a, and I know the NCAA came out and made some idle threats about if you're trying to give an NIL deal to a recruit um, or a kid that your school that you are affiliated with, if you give them an NIL deal or promise them an NIL deal through a collective, whatever it may be, that it's punishable by the NCAA. But the problem with that, though, is is that most of these states have the state law that you can do it, Louisiana being one of them. I don't know what all is going to come of it, but I think that Brian Kelly has this philosophy. Now, Tackett Curtis said this weekend to multiple people, to multiple sources, you can go and read it. It's been all over the place. He even put it on his own Twitter account, which, where, which is where I read it. Um, without, with, w- without so many words... This man said that LSU didn't stand a chance before Brian Kelly got here. Now, the way that I see it is twofold. Because you can say, well, Blake, Orgeron had a better consistency so far in local Louisiana high school recruiting. But guys, one of your four stars that probably and more than likely was going to commit to Ohio State this summer isn't right now. LSU is a complete contender in with Tackett Curtis. It's a big deal because, guys, quite honestly, you're losing what more than likely will be two of your starting linebackers this year and Mike Jones Jr., who? Who? And Micah Baskerville. You need this kid to come in. You need to build through your state. You need to be able to build with guys from high school like Tackett Curtis. If you need to go get seven guys in the portal, you can do that now. But you 1,000% 
And I mean 1,000% need guys like Tackett Curtis to be able to come to this program. Quite honestly, quite honestly, if you get Tackett Curtis when Ed couldn't, is an accomplishment for, for Brian Kelly. Because the way that I see it, it sure as hell is. You still got to battle with Ohio State. You're still going to battle with Penn State. You're still going to battle with these big, big 10 guys. Don't, for everybody saying the following words, Brian Kelly's behind in recruiting in Louisiana. Brian Kelly is behind and LSU's behind in NIL. You don't know what you're talking about, quite honestly. Blake, we don't have the money in the collective like A&M. And, and, and the NCAA just made idle threats. What's going to happen if they do something about it? The funny thing about – and here's the funny thing. I keep hearing everybody say the NCAA is not going to be here in two years. The NCAA is going away. It's going away. It's going away. Is it? Because you still need rule, rule and law. You still need a governing body. You still need somebody to be able to govern when you're breaking the rules. You think the NCAA – guys, I, I have a lot of friends that work at Northwestern Mutual. If you don't know what Northwestern Mutual is, it's an insurance investment company, privately instituted, a private company. Did you know that Northwestern Mutual paid a billion dollars to the NCAA for March Madness per year? Did you know that Northwestern Mutual pays a billion dollars a year for the NCAA basketball tournament? Or did? You think, a t you think an organization with the ad revenue of something with the NCAA is just going to lay over and rub their and let you rub their belly like a dog? <laughs> Pause. They're not going to just roll over. This isn't over yet. These idle threats. I say all this to say, do you really think LSU's behind? Do you guys LSU was number two last year, number two in the country. That athletic programs were donated money to LSU was at $42 million. $42 million. Remember when you're moaning and groaning, oh, my God, A&M's got $30 million in the collective. LSU just raised $42 million. Blake, we ain't got a – well, you ain't got A&M money. Guys, $42 million a year pays a lot of fucking people. You know what? Give me 1% of the $42 million. Somebody do a calculator, get out their calculator, and uh, do what $42 million times 1% is, and let me hold on to it. Let me borrow $20 to tomorrow. Shit, with gas prices, let me, let me hold $50 to tomorrow. Completely... Completely, completely out of left field when you say LSU's behind. Behind where? <sighs> Anywho. Um, this old vet on YouTube sends us $20 via Super Chat. Says for Zach's razor fund. Zach, shave the face. Shave your face. Shave your face. Shave your face. Shave your face. 
Shave your face. Ryan Thibodeau says, imagine having Tackett Curtis and Perkins. Imagine having uh, Tackett Curtis, uh, Osbury, and Perkins. When Let me tell you something about rich people. I don't know a lot of them, but I know some. When you start telling rich people that they can't do something and we, that they don't have more than the next guy, there's egos driven in all of this. Don't don't you dare think that LSU doesn't have egos around that building. Be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. Danny Thompson says 420. Bro, I'm just letting you know. Let me tell you what I do with 420,000. <laughs> I can't say it on the open air. I get I can't say it. Just know I'd be doing this to a lot of people. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than a hoochie-coochie. Hey, go buy me a brand new truck. I would get abs. <laughs> they would cut out, they would make abs for me. Be careful. Be careful. Brad Wynn says, is Saban getting those little Debbie cream pies for free? <laughs> that man came out and said, bro, that man came out and said he loves eating cream pies. That dude's getting old and ornery. Bro, that, that dude's getting mad. Get off my lawn. I. D. Payne says, all berries, Perkins, and Tackett. Would be Baby Dome Patrol. Hmm. I didn't think about it like that, but that's a good that's a good point. It's a really good point. S. Young says AM is known for trying to buy championships. True. But let me say this, because I had this in the topics. Uh LSU has one distinct advantage that BK can use. I, I think it's because well, from a position standpoint, guys, the what Brian Kelly has never had the defensive line this good. He's never had a receiving core this good. Quite honestly, guys, there's a lot of ta- I don't think he I don't think Brian Kelly has ever had this much talent co- like in a collective. Like in one team, like just pure talent. I don't think he's ever had this much on one team. What can he do with it? I don't know. They got to get the quarterback position right. Whether it be Miles, I don't care who it is. Whether it be Miles, whether it be Garrett, whether it be Jaden Daniels, I don't care. Get it right. But let me tell you something about AM very quickly. It's a lot like LSU. Guys, when you recruit this damn, when you recruit that damn good, guys, when you recruit at that high of a level, Texas AM's defensive line, because when I I've said this on the show a lot, I think LSU could be the best defensive line in the country. You have Alabama in that mix. You have Clemson in that mix. Guys, A&M's in that mix. Go look at that defensive line. Five-star, 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 five-star. Oh, they're backups? This year's class? Five-star, 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 five-star. Guys, they have eight. I, I went and counted. I, actually, they have seven because one kid was reduced. Seven five-stars on their defensive line. Seven. When you recruit at a high level, at a very high level, at some point you're going to take over. 
I, I shouldn't say take over. At some point, you're going to break through. Fair? Ask Ed Orgeron. You know who else you can ask? Ask Kirby Smart. Be, care- be careful. The a- Texas A&M's defensive line is atrociously – maybe that's a bad verb. It's just atrocious. Not atrocious. What, that's not a good word either. Is savages. Be careful. Um, Danny Thompson says, Fisher left Florida State in academic hell. Well, this isn't Florida State. This isn't Florida State. Andrew Martin says, with this $420,000, I would – this comment violated YouTube uh, community guidelines. Did it really? Or did he type that in? Yeah, he typed that in. <laughs> I was like, bro, there's no way. There's no way. Uh, Craig Schilling says, the AYS Collective drips 420000 Dude, I'm telling you, I'd, I'd be doing this full time right now, which will be soon anyway. Uh, Anthony Saints on Facebook says Saban about to uh, about to be about to be I I don't know what that means, but he's going to be eating a lot of cream pies or cream, the French word cream, creme. He's going to be a lot of eating a lot of creme pies. What are creme pies? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. But we in all of this, we have to rethink how. We just how uh, everything about recruiting guys, you could get six DBs in a class and not worry about it. You can get five offensive linemen, five defensive linemen and not really worry about it. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. Okay. Damn. We're 47. I, I do. I'm, I'm telling you, I got to bring a fan in here. Sweating galore. Dripping. I want to end it with this, though. Um, we talked about the one distinct advantage. I'll leave it here on the football stuff. Uh, we'll talk a lot of football tomorrow. Believe, trust me. We're one week away. One week one week away until we start expanding or, or going around the SEC. Heavy for football. Guys, we're only like 105 days, in, or 105 days away until football season starts. I can't wait. I love college baseball more than the next human being. I really, really, really do. I'm ready to see chin straps knocked off. Football legitimately can't get here fast enough. Uh, Roger Duga says, I think the rule is fire. Gino says, Saban is crying now should uh, say a bunch. It should say a bunch. It should say a bunch. Let me end it here because I, I wanted to bring this up with a distinct, uh, a very distinct thing about Brian Kelly. Um, Guys, I think let me let me say I don't know if LSU's offense is going to go hurry up this year. I don't think they should. Hear me, hear me out. Hear me out, guys. I think LSU's offense is going to be dictated on trying to run the football. Yes, you're going to get it to guys like Kayshawn Booty, Malik Neighbors, and others. You're going to want to score. I, I just don't know how quickly. Let me throw this out there. Did y'all see the thing today about Jaqueline Roy? Since two thousand, two thousand. He leads the country in uh, pressures from a defensive tackle position. By the way, Mason Smith's on the other side. I don't know if you don't try to get your your defense as much rest. Like I feel like this could be an 18 type of feel, right? 
yeah, you can go hurry up sometimes if you if you want to try to get some quick points or whatever. Maybe early in the game. I don't know if LSU's not going to lean a lot on their defense and their running game. I know it's very Brian Kelly-esque, but, but, man, look, you weren't really, we weren't really a hurry-up team last season with Jake Peets, and look at some of the things we were able to do. You got to lean, I think LSU's going to have to lean on their defense and running game. Doesn't matter what quarterback it is. You don't want to get in a, you because you're D line and linebackers and you have a lot of experience in your secondary. I don't know if you want to lean on a true uh, a young quarterback. If it's Garrett, if it's Miles, even if it's Jaden, I don't know if you're going to lean on them a lot. I could be wrong. I would lean more on Jaden if it's in a running game perspective, but I, I don't know. We'll get a lot into that. We'll get a lot into that. I just don't. I, I think LSU is going to have to stay away from being so hurry up. Maybe they get up to the line quick, they make some reads, but they're going to take the air a little bit out of the ball. You know who did that? You know who did that when they started having a lot of success offensively? Alabama a season ago. Even with the great Bryce Young, the two games that they had the most passing attempts or were, don't, were running the ball less was Alabama-Georgia in the second matchup, and guess what the second one was? Cincinnati-Mike Denbrock. Now, I know that it's two defenses that is stymie, but LSU's defense held Alabama to six rushing yards a season ago. Guys, they're not getting better up front. Got, let me say this. Alabama, I understand that they got Will Anderson and Bryce Young. They're not better up front offensively. You can't. You don't just – let me be careful here. I don't want to say you just seamlessly replace Evan Neal because a talent-wise, maybe you can, but experience and talent, you can't. We'll see. All right, let's do this. Let me talk. Let's bring in Pooh Bear and Zach in on here. Um, let's do this. Actually, guys, you know what? You know what we need to do? Let's pay a very quick bill, and then we'll bring you guys back in here. Let me talk about my good friend uh, over the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. We'll be back in 30 seconds. By the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Chance Babin, very quickly, guys, says we were a hurry-up offense last year. No, we weren't. I mean, do you remember how horrible we were at getting the plays in? I mean, I, I've seen turtles. I've legitimately seen turtles move faster than what our offense did a season ago. All right, guys. Oh, what oh. happened? What happened? What happened? 
I'm watching this USFL game. Uh, Derek Dillon almost score? No, no, no. It was. Uh, I got. You got to feel bad for Sumlin. He has lost. Uh, they're one in five. He's all five games. They've lost by one possession. And there was two seconds left on goal line, and uh, they did a quarterback sneak to New Jersey to beat him. So, I like Kevin Sumlin. Yeah. Kevin Sumlin's got his demons. And one of those demons is when the game's on the line, it always seems like he comes up a little short. Pooh, did you know? I forget the stat. Kevin Sumlin's like 2 and 13 in one possession games in AM. 2 and 13. You know what the two possession you know what the two games he won were? Alabama, which is so weird. Of the two games you win, it's against Bama. I never would have thought that. All right. Pooh, let me let me throw this into you. I don't know if you look below you. Now, me and you have very manly, prestigious beards, paws. But when I look below, I see a guy who's trying to hide his chin. <laughs> and a guy who didn't shave. Now, Pooh, are you as angry about this as I am? Because the man said he was going to shave, and he hadn't shaved yet. So when we when we talked about it uh, what, Thursday, you know, and I, and I gave the the bet, you know, I, I thought he said he would shave, you know, and then when I, I mentioned it to him, I said, hey, are you gonna leave the mustache or just you know go clean shave? He said, no, I'm gonna get rid of the mustache and clean and leave the red. Like, wait, that's still a goatee. Well, he's trying to hide it, but we're gonna try to find <laughs> ways to get it in here. Uh, Zach, do you have anything to say for yourself? I mean. I was joking about your hair earlier and you having to put more gel in it, but obviously I wasn't lying. Look at your hair. Do you have anything to say for yourself? You're muted. Rookie mistake. What do you got to say? It doesn't matter what say. you got to uh, say. Shave I, I the thought it was just a mustache because of the Dr. Strange. That's what I thought. Dr. Strange has a mustache. Um, yeah, so I got rid of the mustache. No. What you're going to do is you're going to... Zach, how far are you from a bathroom? Uh, 10 yards. Get up. Go get some shaving cream. We're shaving this thing live on AYS right now. Go do, <laughs> do it. Do oh it. God. Don't be a chicken. Do it. Oh, Lord. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, thank God. Don't do it. Yo, You're I'll a chicken. Go do it. Zach, go get it. Go get it. Hey, hey, so I, I'll say this. Zach is more of a, a man than me because I wouldn't have put – I'm not putting these on, on, on the line for anything. Me neither. Pooh, let me tell you <laughs> something. I will put my hair on the line like this on the line before I put my beard on the line. Oh, no. I'll put, I, this, this can't go on the line. This, this I, can't go on I can't, the line. I can't. I can't. I leave. So, listen, you guys can have mustache. You can have armpits. You know, you can have legs. You know, I've shaved legs on, on live on air. I'm not getting rid of it. I have shaved a leg live on air before. In college, in college, me and my roommate, he was an Arkansas fan, we had a bet every year that in the LSU Arkansas football game, whichever team won, the losing opponent had to shave their leg and wear shorts. And of course, you know, Arkansas LSU, they play in like November, so it's like freezing outside. How much moose do you put in your hair? That's, you know, like a pea size. Like a I've been white my entire life. That's not a pea size of moose. That's a whole like I jacked off an elephant <laughs> side. I mean, <laughs> I mean like the replacements. 
Remember when Clifford Franklin, they put the sticky stuff on his hands, and he says, Coach, it looks like I jacked off an elephant. That's how much gel you got in your hair right now. It's a it's it's like a it's like a llama bean, like a llama bean size. Yeah, you're full, you're full of shit. All right, look, let's get you guys got to help me out. What what is what is moose? <laughs> I don't use moose. I use like paste. Uh, what, so what moose is, is a white cream. <laughs> no, no, you got, we gotta say it like uh, was it Chris English who said it? Creme. Oh, creme, yeah. Creme. Uh, it's a sticking agency poo, pretty much. It's pretty much like a gel. Um, all right, guys, listen. Pooh, you called it. You said this team would go 2-0. and uh, They swept. Um, guys, I got to be honest. I don't know how y'all feel about the RPI. It's a load of shit to me. I, I guess, what are y'all's thoughts on this weekend, RPI, all of it? I got to agree with the RPI. I mean, that, that's that been a problem, though, it seems like throughout the season. Um, so, I mean, I, it doesn't really surprise me, you know. Uh, but I, I expect LSU – I think – somebody mentioned the comments. I think they can probably still potentially be in the running for a super regional host if they win the whole thing. But they got to win the whole thing. Uh, I think there's a strong possibility that they can win too. They can beat Auburn. Um, and I think they got Arkansas after that. I forget how the bracket was breaking down. But they can do it. They can win too. They – they got to play the winner of Auburn, Auburn and Kentucky. Kentucky. Auburn and Kentucky. It'll be between. It's actually, I think it's lined up with with Tennessee. And no, Tennessee Tennessee's plays. only completely top. They're on the top side of the bracket. They're at one. We're on the one plays the four seed if you win, and two and three. I want Vitello. If that's the case, give me Vitello. Bring it to me. I want that Damn bitch. Battle. Bring it. Now, what happens if they lose the first game? And then they lose. They, they go. Uh, so I, 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 let me say this. They lose the regional host. <laughs> now, now, let, me, let me say this because it's double elimination. I'm not saying they should, but losing the first game may not actually be that bad of a deal because they that means they could run they could run through the losers bracket and then end up not. Having and to then you're not facing Tennessee. Who I, I, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Here's what I do. Here's what I do. I would win game one. Here's what I do. Okay. I would if you if you have a chance. I wouldn't throw Mikel Hilliard game one. I would I would take everything Mikel Hilliard's got and throw him at Tennessee. Here's why. I think Mikel. Everybody talks about oh he can't throw a 90 plus mile an hour fastball. You know who hasn't seen a 90 less mile an hour fastball before? Tennessee. When you yep. start getting goofy shit like that and you start getting curveballs, look, man. I, they got to slow it down. They're going to slow down. They're All a fastball-hitting team. Hey, here's the thing. I went and looked this up. I'm not completely done, so don't bean count me on this. The four of the seven games they lost, pitchers that threw less a fastball less than 90 miles an hour. Mm. Now, I'm not, I, I'm not completely done with that because they lost some – I think they lost to uh, – their last SEC loss, whatever Kentucky. it was, Kentucky, the kid threw 97. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not, you know, I would I would throw Mikel. Actually, I need to start saying the opposite, right? That would that was what we were doing. I wouldn't throw Mikel. I would put Mikel on the end of the bench, especially if you're playing Tennessee. And then when you put him at the end of the bench, I would see, let him go five. So, But that's just me. 
Y'all got you guys. I, you can't. You can't. Zach, you can't get quiet. Pooh went. Then it was your I'm turn. Go, you, Zach. Is it the goatee? Is it getting in your way? He's speechless. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, guys, recruiting Brian Kelly doing some good things. Tacky Curtis is on campus. What are y'all's thoughts on? Look, I think guys, y'all heard me. I think we got to completely rethink, rethink of how we think about recruiting because there's 25 scholarship limit. Are y'all on the same page as that? Yeah. Not, not, not just that. Um, if you read, read the words that were, or, or read between the lines, uh, Tackett said that uh, he likes what this new staff is doing. They're completely night and day from the last staff. And he was he had, he admitted to how much he, he liked Brian Kelly's new staff. So that should tell you something. I think having a guy like Matt Howe on the staff is, is a huge, huge plus. Hey, Matt, Matt House is going all in, dude. I mean, yeah. look, you're not going to get beat on lack of trying. And the simple fact, guys, that he said that Tackett's legit words are, I wasn't even entertaining the last half, but I'm going to entertain you and Matt House. I, I, I don't know, guys. I, I think or I, I think Orgeron. I don't know how to say this without it coming off really bad, guys. There are people in recruits that Orgeron was never going to get, and mainly due to the fact because Orgeron doesn't come from a place where everybody comes from. Okay. Sometimes you got to stop being so bullish and aggressive. Sometimes you got to be calm, cool, relaxed. Tackett seems like that kind of kid, right? Like you just, hey, coach. Hey, like he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, 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 he is, his dad is a, is a head coach. Like you impress him like, you know what? You impress him like Joe Burrow. You go on the whiteboard with him. How are you going to use me? Because you won Joe Burrow by going on the whiteboard. It wasn't the crawfish. It wasn't the bullshit. In the book, and Joe Burrow talked about this on the podcast last week, which I hadn't forgot about talking about. Joe said that the way that o-, o sold him, he wasn't coming here. O got emotional. You see all this? This is yours. Everything the light touches is yours, like the Lion King. Like, seriously. Sometimes you can't recruit kids off the way that you're doing it. You have to have – you got to be a chameleon. And I think that they did it this weekend with Tackett. Sorry I went on a rant, but it's just the truth. I agree. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all sit here and you're like, yep, yep, yep. I feel like we're on the Rich Eisen show. I feel like we're on the Rich Eisen show. If you watch Rich Eisen show, the guys on his show do the same thing. Oh, yeah, Rich. Yeah. If y'all don't agree with me, fire it off. Unless you're Zach. Only Pooh Bear can do that. Until you shave that, that pew, those pews off your chin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going back down. I'm, I'm going. I'm All right, we're out of here. We're out of here. Cue it up, Zach. We'll see you guys soon. We'll see you guys tomorrow. I might have a former LSU number seven on the show tomorrow. Trying to confirm. And no, I'm not talking GJ. I know I'm not talking Jonathan Giles. All right, we'll see. We'll see you guys soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.